Welcome to Football Hot Boys, the show where two hot seamen talk about football, the details of James Harden's body, and cyberpunk. I, I, I heard the greatest line in my ER today is, is I was like okay. just walking a patient back and it was just like this one nurse is like, you know, we, we really want to help you, but you just won't stop masturbating. And it's <laughs> <laughs> and the patient I was pushing back is like, nope. And they like put this the, the blanket up over their head in their bed. And it's just like. <laughs> What do you need, like a chest X-ray or something? Like, what? I, well, I know that person was coming back from a scan, but uh, I, don't, I don't know what that, that person needs a lot. It sounds like, or maybe they don't need anything. Like, I don't well, know. If, if you're a ma- hand job, it sounds well, like to me. Yeah, if you're masturbating like in the ER, you either have everything figured out or you got nothing figured out. <laughs> yeah, that could go either way for sure. Yeah, man. Oh, he came in for a job application. Yep, <laughs> he's not even a patient. He's just like, we want to want to take your application, but Listen, you just keep man, we want to help fucking, you. You just stay. <laughs> I've had changed my scrubs three times since we started this conversation. Just keep fucking jerking your jerking, man. Can't help you. But it's a pandemic, and we need healthcare workers. And we really, so. could, man, we really want to hire you, man. Jesus, yeah, just, your aim like, is just, your aim is incredible. <laughs> it's, it doesn't say that in your resume, but Dude, if you can stop jerking off for literally like two minutes, you got the two job. Minute. Like, yeah, I just I need got, you to sign this HR paperwork, just not with the tip of your dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, jesus fucking christ crazy, man. man yeah we, so we've been out of the navy for four years now huh jesus yeah, yeah almost five now yeah so yeah man it's fucking time's a bitch man yeah, it's, it, crazy, it only gets dude. faster it only gets faster man we'll be dead soon probably yeah, very soon without <laughs> finishing cyberpunk god yeah, pro- probably so here's the crazy thing about cyberpunk i have i have um almost 19 hours into it and i by far have the least of anyone on my time on my friends list because i can oh, I see believe the, that uh, yeah yeah so, 51.1 40.7 35.6 29.3 okay i i have this this guy beat uh, 13.6 as the other guy but yeah so yeah people that, that pussy in, needs a, yeah i mean I don't, i'm working a lot too so i can yeah but it's it's, it's all i do when i'm not working i'm like i'm just playing cyberpunk yeah man it's a I'm not fucking fun. That's good, it. man. It sucks that they yeah. they had a rough release. I don't. I mean, I think that's that sucks for them because I know they worked hard on this shit. But and they kind of. I'm sure they got pressured into releasing this shit on on mm. PS4 and Xbox, even though they fucking knew. Like they knew this wasn't gonna go well. Well, the the quote that I keep hearing is like, "Yeah, we didn't look at it close enough." I'm like, you guys were making it. Who was looking at it closer than you guys? Yeah, I, um, I don't, I'm not but, buying. I'm not really buying any of that yeah. shit. I I, I think yeah. they they knew and they just got pressured into it and they didn't want to do it. Like, so this last well, the bit I was playing before I hopped on with you was the first time I got frustrated with the glitches. Like, that was okay. the first time I felt like it felt like it affected how like how much I was enjoying it. That's there's a glitch yeah. where when you crouch. and you kind of dip around a corner sometimes like in stealth you can get caught in the geometry and it shoots you away from the the cover cover and it stands you up it's like oh all right now i'm exposed yeah yeah Yeah. so in the uh, and another time there was a mission where i had to keep jumping in and out of this window to like do little like errands or whatever and Mm -hmm. if i hit the window wrong it would shoot me like 200 meters into the desert (laughs) i'm just like all right now i'm in the desert i'm over here now (laughs) yeah teleportation blast yeah i got fucking cannon blasted out this window (laughs) and and the other thing is uh i went to the desert for the first time tonight and i told you about that tree glitch that you saw yeah i saw that so 
Yeah. So when you're in the city and there's like six trees, it's not a big deal. But when you're out in the wilderness and it's nothing but bushes and shit, like you can almost see nothing. It's, it's, it's kind of, yeah. It's yeah. Okay. And I'm like, ah, fuck. So I'm going to do a lot of city stuff. I'm going to finish the desert stuff I'm doing right now. And then I'm not going to go back get, to yeah, get back in to January. City, yeah. yeah. So I mean, um, I, I, that, I trust them, man. I think they're going to get everything square and it, it'll be it, magical. It, it'll, it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's still a great. I'm like still having fun with it, even though like and like I said, man, I played a dick load of Skyrim, so I'm not worried. I I am a fucking veteran yeah. at navigating janky ass RPGs. Sure, sure, so sure, like sure, it's, sure. It's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good stuff. So, good stuff, man. My fa- before we dive into fo- to football, mm-hmm. uh, or before I bring up a football topic, I am deeply, deeply enjoying the NBA doing everything it can to lower james harden's value right now just with with everything coming out where it's like hey he just loves hookers and blow he's hookers you know he's a fat (laughs) hooker loving yeah dude (laughs) i don't understand that i I, i'm not really sure what their angle is with that but i'm so glad you put it like that because that's exactly what they're doing it's like they really want him to go join a super team to just make more competition i don't really know but i'm like (laughs) Dude, if he stays in Houston, they're going to be just as good as they were. And, like, the reason they don't win is because of him. Like, that's the reason Houston hasn't went anywhere. It's his fault. Which is why no one wants to trade a a ton of shit for him. Because then they inherit that curse. Yeah. Yep. Because he hasn't gotten out of the playoffs like like he's expected to. So, it's like, I don't know why he's... If he is, if it's all true, it's like he's holding them hostage. But it's like, why, dude? They've given you the key to the city... And it's all on your shoulders to get them as far as you can get them. Like, why are you acting like it's their fault? That, that's the weird thing. And then, like oh, you said, what, go ahead. Well, why is he? I don't think he cares about winning. Why? Why? What about James Harden makes you think he gives a shit if he's winning or not? He just wants to fucking ball out and, and bang hookers. Like it's <laughs> like, which is fine. Live that way, man. Like, like no judgment. You you want to slam burgers, slam hookers, and shoot the ball. That's the, so that's, the that's the crazy thing is that like like you know, talking heads and everyone like the dude averages almost 40 points a game. Like I I get it. Like he's, and he is what he is. He's a fucking scorer. Like that's his job. Like he shows up and it says like, it doesn't say fucking cash reg, like register. It says scorer. Like that's what's on his nameplate. He's a scorer. And you can't, you can't hate on him when he scores. You know what I mean? That's his, that's what he does. If, If it doesn't translate to wins, you paid for that. That's what you you signed up for that score. You wanted him and you gave him money. I, I don't know what else you expect him to do. I I don't get why he's doing that to Houston. Like Houston is a good a place to bang a chick as anywhere. Like I don't are, are, are the chicks hotter in Philly? Like why does he want to go to Philly? Like it's, I, I I I just I don't get any of it. Also, like everything they're saying is like to get to get hard in Philly has to give up Ben Simmons, and I'm like why. And why? I, okay. All right. Yeah, I, yeah, I like, feel like we're going to disagree on this based on what you just said. Yeah. You do yeah. it. I'm not big on Ben Simmons at all. At all. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do uh, it. Do it. Uh, I I don't know. I feel like he's, do he, he's seven if years I, younger and a if better If I was Philadelphia, and, I, 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 I've watched so much Ben Simmons that I regret it. And, and like I'm... He, <laughs> If if Ben Simmons played on the Suns, he'd be my second DeAndre Ayton. Like, because I'm so critical of both of their games. Ben Simmons yeah. is Ben Simmons is just a big point guard, and th- there's nothing wrong with that. But but he's not elite status. He's a good playmaker. Like, you, you're gonna hate me, man. But like, yeah. I would I would rather take 
the cheaper contract for like Alonzo Ball or something like that. Okay, he's a he's a floor I, I, general. Like he's just I, big. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you think he he gets production because he's a point guard and he's big and he outsides yes. other point guards? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Because it's a mismatch every time he's on the court because he's a he's a he's a point guard and, and and he can't shoot. He's a liability in today's NBA. He can't fucking shoot. Oh yeah, and, yeah the fact that he can't shoot is a fucking meme at this point. Yeah, it's like and yeah, the, I, and, the I, and the fact that like of course Joel Embiid is your center and can stretch the floor, but he should truly be under the rim. But he clogs the lane for what Ben Simmons wants to do. It doesn't even work. Like like James Harden can at least efficiently. I mean, maybe not super efficiently, but he can at least shoot the three ball with some consistency. Like I think it would fit way better with Joel Embiid than what Ben Simmons does, man. And no question, I think Ben, I think that ben I, Simmons and John Wall and a bunch of draft picks and yeah, Houston I, I think the worst thing I think yeah. the Sixers should should do like what what a like a Dwight Howard led Orlando team did, which is what they almost had. If they do this deal and they get uh, James Harden there, they're, they're the Orlando Magic. They're surrounded. They're surrounded Joel Embiid with shooters. I, except the difference is Joel Embiid could also shoot, so it becomes super lethal and super scary. I think. I mean, but I mean, what, what you've done in Philly hasn't worked so far. So Nothing. They haven't I, done I anything. I, yeah, yeah. I, I guess. Fuck. Yeah, they, they've been like as pedestrian as fuck. They haven't even Absolutely. like. It, listen, I'm a Bucks fan. I know what losing in the playoffs looks like. I get it. E, e, even now that we're good, I know what losing in the playoffs looks like. But at least we made some noise, man. Like Dude, Philly just if, goes out like a bitch every year. Like it's if it, you're in the East and you're not the. Like at least at least the third best team in the East, you should be the second best competing to be the best. If if you're not that, you just make any move you want to make, man. Because if you if you're not better than Miami, you're, if you're not better. Yeah, you're irrelevant. If you're not better than Miami, if you're not mm. better than Milwaukee, you're like right there with Boston. Like you, you're yeah, you're irrelevant. You, you don't matter. So make the move. Like, did did you watch the Monday night game? Is is what I wanted. Or the, I did. Yeah, Monday night game. Monday night. Yeah, I watched Monday night. Yeah. Why? So, I that was I think. I think one of my favorite games of the whole year because it kind of had everything. It was a great game. Fucking, it was a great game. Just entertaining. It had uh, a secret con- conspiracy theory that had to do <laughs> with a multimillionaire taking a dump on the clock. Right. Um, it, it had two teams, I think, on the rise. And it. I think the Browns are just like fascinating I, and like not like in an ESPN way where the Browns are like always manufactured to be fascinating. Like I, I, I actually think that they're fascinating uh, for once because I think they're a really good team. And they put like I, I think I said this the last time we recorded an episode that I think I feel like the Browns are the team everyone keeps telling me the Raiders are. And um, I like that take. I like so, that take. Yeah. So everyone keeps telling me Raiders are this tough blue collar team, and wow, their offense is crazy productive. And I feel it feels like a team that you may not be pretty, but they're like they're grinding it out in blue collar. I'm like, no, that's the that's Browns. That's kind of the Cleveland Browns, yeah. I'm not going to say the Browns' defense is good. What I'm going to say is that it has good players on it, which is sometimes all you need. And because um, when you have Ward and Garrett, I feel like it just makes up a lot. Yeah, for all the for other sure. problems that you have, but also God, they're just bullies. Like, it, like I watching that game, the thing I kept thinking, I'm like, you remember last year when this offensive line was like basically full of high schoolers, yeah, and it couldn't block anyone, and yeah. Baker Mayfield was just getting fucking demolished, and I'm yeah. thinking maybe outside of the Bills receiving core this year, 
that is like the single biggest improvement unit upgrade, in the yeah, one unit core upgrade. Yeah. has made it all. And I like that. and they prove they prove that like everyone's like, oh, we have no offensive line play. We can't we can't build our offensive line. There's no offensive line. I'm like, motherfucker, those guys like got two guys. They, they went did out it overnight. And Conklin. Yeah, and they did it over yeah, fucking and, and they drafted yeah. a guy. Yeah, that's, and, and dude, that's sometimes all you have to like. That is the recipe right there. Is legit sign a stud and draft a stud. Yeah. Like it's it's. E- I mean, it sounds oh, it's so boom, easy boom. just to do that, but yeah. like it kind of is because mm-hmm. I feel like lineman is maybe the easiest scout out of any position. And I mean, people get it wrong still, but yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. But the, and, and then as far as like getting a stud lineman, it's like they're they're kind of available more often than you would think. So it's like some like I, I still can't believe the Packers got Billy Turner for nothing, and he was just saying? fucking chilling out there. Yep. And I'm like, okay, you guys are clearly not paid. It just shows you that people don't care. Like there's they organizations that just do don't. not care about the offensive no. line, man. No, but but back to that point, that offensive line is chugging. And chewing people up and yeah. wearing guys like Calais Campbell out. Calais Campbell, dude, he looked he looked eighty years old. Yeah. On yeah. <laughs> like he looks old. He couldn't get off the field. How many times yeah. did he catch him getting off the field there? Yep. yep. But and he got no penetration on any of his rushes or anything. Mm-hmm. So I mean they well they, it, they, it, go ahead. Well, I think and again, because all those things the Browns have going for them, I'm still not sold on Baker Mayfield. And so I, I'm going to jump in. I remember because yeah. they've been on this like hot streak that they've been on. And it all, all it made me think of was how, like early on in the season, how we were, you know, our, our podcast bailing on Baker and all this shit. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that probably still doesn't change in regards to like how we feel about him just because they're winning. I, I don't think I, I don't think it's through him. I don't think he's the reason no, why. Not at all. But he does. And in this game, I think on Monday showed me something that he does have something that Lamar doesn't is like that he's gonna have a better chance of like if you're throwing forty times a game, I think Baker's probably gonna have a better game. So he's so he, to go back to our previous thing, he's James Harden. Like he has to yeah. throw a bunch of shit. He's gotta out. Throw, he's, yeah. throw shit up there. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. Which is a weird combination when you have, like you just mentioned, the one of the best offensive lines with one of the best running back cores. Too. Running backs, duos. It, yeah, and your and your run team. I think that's. I think that might be part of their struggles. Is that like he does need that volume, and they try to establish a run so early and often that like he has he doesn't have any rhythm. But like when it's a shootout like that, dude, he got you. You could tell like he was like feeling it, man. Like he he was fucking feeling it, and he threw the ball well. So I think he is a high. It's weird because you think of it like a running back where you got to give him like 20 touches to get him going. But he's like that at the quarterback position. So, well, yeah, it's Nick Foles is kind of like that, too, sometimes where he like he he grinds up and then all of a sudden pops and then he starts slaying dudes. But like I it's I would rather he be like Kirk Cousins, though, because you can just like throw the ball 20 times and just be 20 ball 14, 15 and make it work. Yeah, because you have like I honestly can't remember the last time you had two guys that good and that complete in the same backfield. Like, no, because 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 you can like go like, oh, it worked on TJ Duckett, who were both there to do separate things like they were they were complementary backs. Right. Like, but these guys are both complete backs like they're right. both feature guys. Right. And it, it, right. Like, independently, they would both still be just as good. Like, I don't remember yeah. the last time you just had two guys that were just studs in the same backfield. No, maybe no, I, I, uh, 
Jonathan Stewart and D'Angelo Williams is the last one That's I can fair. think of that Thunder was probably and Lightning. that yeah, good. Thunder and Lightning yeah. Yeah, the next closest thing. Yeah, And, and no offense yeah. to those guys, no offense to those guys, but these guys, these guys are way they, better. They're probably better. Way better. Yeah. Probably ever Me was. too. It, something else I was thinking is, so you know how much I hate the fucking gas bag take of are they better without their best player? Yes. Like the uh, Patrick yes. Ewing thing. Like, no, no. Spoiler alert, you're always worse when your players are bad so like i'm I'm sorry no hard pass on that (laughs) not happening so however i'll I'll, i'll phrase the question this way does this team need odell beckham oh man and you just want a yes or a no no explanation or yeah no you can go ahead and explain man i'm not your fucking boss (laughs) i i i don't think they do because i'm in the i'm in the camp of like Jarvis Landry's already that alpha receiver. So mm-hmm. that's, I think, where I stand, where you don't need Odell. I just don't think they run the sort of stuff that takes really advantage of him, to be completely honest. Because like, they want to run they want to run two guys and two tight ends in a back or one tight end in a, and two backs. Like, they, they just don't... They don't spread it up. They don't go vertical much. Like, I just, I just don't know, based off what you're trying to do, how much he adds... Yeah. I just feel like Jarvis Landry is the perfect guy for what you're trying to do. Like perfect. he's just exactly what you're that offense is built to do. Yep. You have a thousand tight ends that are all useful depending on I don't think any of those guys are great, but they're all they're all So fine. do you do you think it, he's gone? Like he's off that like he should be traded off that team and where does he go? Well, I I I think if I'm running that team, I probably trade him just because he still probably has a lot of value and mm-hmm. it just it's not a great not a great fit. Um, and if you get back, you know, a bunch of draft capital or something to help that defense that is kind exactly. of exciting on Just, occasion, yep. but like yep. you, but you, but you can complete it that way and kind of finally form into this team that you're trying to be. Like, I, I think that's a good call because I like Higgins and I think Donovan Peoples Jones can be they're a both serviceable. Like, yep, yeah, they're both serviceable. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yep. it, and it seems to work with what you're doing. It's, it's like, Dude, because everything's got to come back to Green Bay, man, because I'm fucking steering this ship. So, um, but like the Packers, you need weapons. You need more weapons for Aaron Rodgers. You need more weapons. And yeah, you probably could, but I mean, you're making the shit, making the shit go with MVS and Lazard out there. They're, yep. they're not spectacular, but they're, but they're, but they're moving done. things along and, and, and they fit in what you're trying to do. And yeah. also you have the best receiver in the world on the other side, but don't, don't worry. Don't look about, don't look at yeah. him. That doesn't invalidate my that point. Definitely at all. helps. But, uh, <laughs> just feed him 12 times a game. And then all of a sudden, Oh shit, we scored 30 points. <laughs> uh, we have a, we had a pool tech come in and work with me today. And I asked like, Hey, did you play any fantasy this year? And he's like, yeah, I played in the league and blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Anyway, let me tell you about this three week epic <laughs> journey. I went on, um, and I told it, you know, with the, the verbose way I tell all my stories. Of course, and he's like, of course. And he's like, yeah, okay. And I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm a crazy person and people <laughs> don't care about, <laughs> about fantasy the same way I do. And that's the thing. Like when I, I always talk to like random people that they're like, yeah, I play fantasy. And as soon as I start talking to them, I'm like, you clearly don't care about this. Like even a fraction as much as I do. Yeah. Why aren't you more excited about this? This is the greatest <laughs> thing that's ever happened. I made the playoffs when I should know. I slayed three dragons in a week to fucking get where I needed to be. And Miles they, Sanders they, let me down and saved me at the same time. What the fuck, man? I need you to understand that. And they like you could tell you're like, oh, they only like know 
a little bit. They kind of know about their team. That's like all they know about when it comes to fantasy. Mm-hmm. They they know mm-hmm. like, oh, this guy's kind of good. He scores me twelve every week. Like, and I'm like, oh man, I I don't even know how to have a conversation with you. Now yeah, that sounds that's some loser ass talk. Twelve points, get out of here. <laughs> twelve a week. That's right. That's get bench. you washed out in our getting that washed out in our dynasty league. You bring seventeen, or you or you yeah. bring a or you. <laughs> You bring a new roster spot is what you do. <laughs> to the waiver wire you go. Yeah. Start if I can't shit. develop you. Or if I can't have three years where I go, no, 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 I'm developing this guy. Trust <laughs> me, he's going to be good before silently cutting him when no one's paying attention. <laughs> At 2 a.m. You stay up that At night 2 and cut him so nobody sees it. <laughs> yeah, it's like no one, gets, no one sees me. Oh my God. Dude, having, just... <laughs> having to cut, cut, cut Darius guys in a room with all of you at the draft was just like mm, yeah that was that was sour medicine i have yeah, to take hurt. right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's no hiding that i can't just like low-key cut darius guys it's no like, no nope. no you gotta get all the shit for that man dude he disappeared man like he he they cut him and he was persona non grata man it wasn't like uh like, oh, is anyone gonna sign Greg no. Hardy? He's out there. It was like, nope, he's dead. He's gone. Fuck him. Fuck him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's very rare the NFL will just straight burn someone who's yeah, actually just good at football. You. Yeah, they blacklist yeah. him, man. Like, it's like he's not getting a job. He's not getting a job. It's like, it's like, hey, dude, I hear Japan starting a professional football league. Sayonara. <laughs> <laughs> Better fucking beef up that resume, bud, because you. Were yeah, fired. dude. Dude, oh, that is don't get COVID. You don't have health care. Yeah, don't anymore. get COVID. You don't want to get COVID. <laughs> don't get COVID. But it's crazy with his like his profile, his draft equity, like just and then just poof, disappeared. Boom. Well, it, I mean, part of it is, you know, the part of me that believes that there is actually some flowering beauty in the human soul uh, makes me think that the NFL is like, yeah, there's some shit you don't do, man. Fuck you. Um, okay, uh, but, and, but we've, and, yeah, seen, so, we've seen, yeah, we've seen, I know that's, that not be also the, case. the other part of my soul that is a dead, dried out bird skull, um, is b- believes that everything is about nothing, and yeah, and so part of me is like, oh, if we get if Darius guys could actually help us win and we wouldn't have to take a massive PR hit, we'll sign, we'll sign today, man. Fuck <laughs> you guys. yeah, it's like, it's like, so. It has to really be that people just think, oh, no, this is just too much. We can't get away with signing It's just that. not worth it. That same, that same team signed Ruben Foster, who like three times has been accused of beating the hell out of his girlfriend. Yep. So it's yep. like one of those things where it's like, I can't figure it out. Or maybe maybe it shows you how replaceable running backs are. Like, like, like really, too. are they just that replaceable? Could be and, that, too. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they just drafted Antonio Gibson and knew that he was good and they didn't want to fuck with it. Maybe that's know. possible too. But, that's possible too. Yeah, I hope he's just at home playing the Xbox One version of Cyberpunk. Miserable. He's like, God, this yeah, game sucks. But I have to play it. It's like, no, you don't, Darius. Guys, you could like do any. You can go play football. I can't do that. This game is broken and shitty and doesn't work. Just like my NFL career. <laughs> then he punches it because it's the only way he knows how to solve things, and it's broken. So okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this up because I wanted to talk to you about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just kind of trolling the internet, looking at all sorts of stuff. Don't okay. worry about what I was looking at. Um, I, I will. Uh, but Deadspin did the top 
10 receivers um, in the NFL. Okay. And I wanted to look at them with you and see what you think. Because I, I had... I had some thoughts. Can we all agree who, who's on number one right now in the league just based off how productive he is right now? Devontae Adams. Yes, it's Devontae Adams. So I think while we're here, I'll discuss this. Earlier in the year that we, we both said it's time to start having the DeAndre Hopkins Hall of Fame discussions. And we all kind of agreed on that. Is it time to start that with Devontae Adams yet? So before I answer that, now, mm-hmm. when we're ranking these guys, are we? We're not just ranking this year's production. Are we? Are we doing the overall profile? Like, because I mean, I, I don't. Um, have to- I don't. I don't honestly know how Deadspin did it. I'm just kind of more using this off as a as a jumping off point for us to talk about some of these guys. But I, I think they're doing it based off best receivers this year. Um. So as we go through it, we can kind of talk about best receivers this year versus best in like a more nebulous concept of who is the best wide receiver. Yeah. In the Cause league that's, that's a different conversation. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the thing is, I, I, if we're doing not 2020 and just kind of best receivers playing right now, I probably don't have Devonte Adams one, but he's me neither, but he's up there. Top four. Top yeah, five, top, uh, yeah, top, yeah, top five. No, without me thinking. And, yeah, and answer yeah. your question. Yeah, I mean, we have to. His numbers are stupid, man. We have to start talking about him as one of the, one of the greats, man. Well, yeah, and he, I. No one says this. This is just purely AJ making shit up. I kind of think going forward, you're gonna need to have a hundred touchdowns to start being talked about in uh, the Hall of Fame. Yeah, just because. Uh, Things are so much more productive now than they yep. used to be. Yep. That's a line that, like, you know, T.O. got over and Tim Brown got over and, and, like, and, like all these guys got over. And even guys like Tim Brown and Chris Carter, who did it, um, had a weight. So, like, I, I think going forward, you're definitely going to have to hit that number. He's already at 54. Yeah. And that dude probably has five more years where he, he's catching double digits. I, I have yep. to think he's going to get there. Yeah, I would think and, so. Yeah. It, it, and the thing that kind of blows my mind about how productive he is and how productive guys like Jordy Nelson were, th- those Packers wide receivers take three years before they like really That's develop. True. They, That's true. They they don't come in like DK Metcalf or T Higgins no. or these guys that kind of came in and just showed up and start. Man, they they take three years of like futzing around as the three and the four before they kind of turn into any, anything. I mean, we're That's even true. seeing with MVS right now. He just was. I mean, he still has problems with his game that we talk about all the time. But but he's better. He's, he's better. He's yeah. relevant. Like he's he's a starting player now, and he wasn't that, you know, before either. No. So, two they have Tyreek Hill. Especially, I mean, which it's, I I'm I'm assuming it's this year's production. Um, yep, hundred hundred percent. And that that makes all yeah. the sense in the world. Yeah. Yeah, he, he dude had almost a three hundred yard game. So yeah, I I mean, you and I are both massive fans of Tyreek Hill, and we think that he gets talked about in like. He's one of the the conversation on Tyreek Hill is one of the worst in sports. Yeah, like I I, I just I mean we won't even dive into the Darius guys parts of him. That's not that's not the conversation. No, I'm talking that's not about. what we're talking about. But yeah. it's it, it's more like how people evaluate his game. Like, oh, he's so fast, and isn't isn't he fast? It's he just runs those nine routes. I'm like, such a well, disservice. No, yeah, he runs everything. Does everything. He's not Ted Ginn. I, I hate no. that. Like just for run reverses and nine routes. Like no, he does everything, and he's so much stronger than all those guys. Mm-hmm. Like he he put he's what five nine, and he and he plays like he's six two. Man. Yep. Like, 
He, he, he plays he, way bigger than the guy's twice his size. Yep, he, he runs, like you said, he runs every route. He he can make high point catches. He can make uh, dig route catch. So if you get him streaking across the field, even in the backfield, you can jet sweep with him. Literally, there's nothing you can't do with him, and his size is not a limiting factor for him at all. He's he's complete, man. And, you know, then there's the argument, well, Patrick Mahomes, I don't even want to hear it, man. It's like you get another quarterback that can throw the ball hard down the field, he's going to do the same stuff. I mean, it, it's you know when when Rodgers got hurt, Adams was still a fucking machine, right? Like when he was catching balls from Brett Hundley, he was still producing right. like mad. That's kind of when people knew he was great. Was when Brett Hundley was still making him like a monster. Yes, yes. Um, and people forget that last year Mahomes missed a few games, and Matt Moore still found that dude, man. Like still, he, still cooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can throw to Tyree Kill and have him still be great. Um, then our, our 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 boys at three, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, we've slobbered all over Davon. Of course, DeAndre Hopkins enough on this show. Four is where it gets interesting. Can I Four try to guess? When the dis- yes, please, please guess. I'm curious. So, just because I'm going by the rules of what I think it's based on this year, I bet you I mm-hmm. I think I know who it is. I think it's Stephon Diggs. It is not. Ooh. Think taller and sexier. Oh, DK Metcalf. Yeah, it is DK Metcalf, yes, at four. See, I I, I actually think I have Diggs over him because Diggs is a complete receiver, and I'm not I'm not convinced. Uh, I'm not going to say DK can't be or will not be, but he hasn't shown me that he's that he can do everything as of right now. I think DK Metcalf is more like the receiver people think Tyree Kill is than Tyree Kill. Ah, uh-huh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's I, and, and because the, he's the big body the, that that can only do like two things. Yeah, that's funny. Exactly the two things they accuse of uh, fucking Tyree Kill of doing: just run deep and run reverses. Yeah. Well, the thing and, is, and is that it, DK does that those two things better than anybody on the planet. So it true. Works. Which you can get away with, and he like to give the guy credit. His game is expanding and changing. He's oh, completely, completely. Uh, yes, it, he he's going to be great. He's going to be out of this world. Like this is not the best we've seen of this guy no, yet, and he's no, no. already four. Yeah. Um, and then your boys at five. Stefan Diggs is there. At it five. is so yeah. <coughs> We talk all the uh, all the time about like uh, I guess Dave Damachek calls them Jenga pieces, where like you. You pull one guy out, everything falls apart. Or I guess in our version, you add one guy and you get five wins magically. Like mm-hmm. he he has been that in spades, man. Like I said, people are going to change the way they think about receiver, dude. I, I think after this offseason, so much changed based off what guy people did at the receiver position. But he he's not like one of those like diva wide receivers, man. He 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 he's he's an alpha receiver in regards to like just on the field mentality like he wants the ball but he doesn't he doesn't demand it he commands it and he can yes i love that his route running is is super super underrated for just just in top tier route running receivers he's he's probably top three that that goes kind of unnoticed his his ball skills are just as high as anybody else's and i think the only thing that like why people don't want to acknowledge him because he doesn't have that like athletic or he has an athletic frame but doesn't have that like big big like six athletic four. frame. yeah yes and, and and like when he makes a play he's not like one hand and stuff he body catches some stuff like he he, yep. he, he does whatever he needs to bring it in he does what so you, like exactly mm-hmm. speaking of guys that do that next is the most boring great receiver in the league keenan allen 
at six. <laughs> which for sure, I man. am just for sure. I'm gl- I'm just glad he's getting the respect to be there, man. Because like he just. It's the same thing, man. So, like, I'm not going to pretend I'm, like, an NFL-level scout or anything. Right? I, I, no. I just watch tape like any other fucking meatball. Uh, but, <laughs> like, the, 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 every advice I have, I've heard is when you're scouting quarterbacks and you're just starting, things you want to look for are decision-making and accuracy. Um, and the things you want to, to look for when you're scouting r- wide receivers is route running. Route running, route running, route running. Yep. Route running. And the last two guys we talked about, Stefan Diggs. Best route runner in the league. Second best route runner in the league. Probably mm-hmm. Keenan Allen. <laughs> like, yep, yep. like these he's, guys he's don't smooth. do anything. Phys- yeah. And even even Adams is a, is a great route runner. And DeAndre Hopkins is a great route runner. Like, yep. all those guys. Like, the only guy on the list so far that I would DK. say can't run a front route is DK. <laughs> but <laughs> when you're a physical freak, like. You can kind of overcome yeah. some of the, yeah. But yeah, the, in the, physical at, freaks. A, I was going to say, at a point, there's not even a whole lot to say about Keenan Allen. Because, like. He he's legitimately like the the specimen of production speaks for itself. It's sometimes hard to explain his production, but it, it doesn't lie. He's done it with bums at quarterback. He's done it with rookies at quarterback. He's done it with who I think is like kind of a sleeper stud at the wide receiver two position. So he's done it with every situation, and and there's been no production fall off. Even at the like, I think he's getting close to 29, 28, 28, 29. So yeah. nothing has slowed this guy down, and he's done it year in and year out. He was like kind of injury prone early in his career, but he's pretty much over that now. So that's not even a consideration. Mm-hmm. He's just been consistent for years. Well, I think there's just a principle: is if you're open, even bad quarterbacks are going to throw it to you. Yeah, and so so he's always if you can open, run around and get open. Really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, what and num- Julio what Jones number was he? is at seven. He was six. So Julio seven, Julio seven. Um, I, I think Julio is having a bad season, but he's so great that you can't even knock him farther down in seven. And what has been one of his like least impressive years? That's fair. I, I yeah, I, I really do think that like so many of these guys, like multiples of these guys that we've talked about so far, are just trapped and stuck in just the places where they have to rot in the vine and die. We never get to see them be great in a winning sense. And like Julio and Keenan Allen, <laughs> and yeah. for a while, Stephon Diggs. Like, like maybe the Bills can actually do something now. But like, right? So yeah, free these I guys. Mean, but, but Julio is the person that DK should be one day and hopes to be one day. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a definitely that's a, a high fucking mountain to climb. But I mean, mm-hmm. he's got all the tools and the profile to be that. So if he reaches that, that's a major major success. I would argue from a raw tool standpoint. He maybe be the the second best raw tools wide receiver that's ever been next to Randy Moss. Like, yeah, Randy Moss was yeah. just like completely long, unstoppable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The only guy that ever stopped Randy Moss was Randy Moss. Like, mm-hmm. like, like no one, no one could. And I think Julio was the same way, man. Like he, the combination of size and speed, and no one's ever had it before. And tell DK. Like so let's see what happens yep. there. Yeah, yep. I mean. Speaking of size, but maybe not speed, Michael Thomas is next at eight, which again didn't play half the year, but it's still so good. Like you have to stick him on here. Yeah. So he he's gonna he's gonna have that that um, like in the off season, he's gonna have that Kamara talk that Kamara had last year, where it's like, oh, Michael Thomas fell off. And it's like you're a fool. 
You're a complete yeah. utter <laughs> Get fool. The fuck out of here. Speaking of dudes, if he's like, I'm just gonna build a receiver from the raw clay that Adam yep. came from. He's it's, the it's like oh, Plato built specimen. It just he, he is. turns out it just looks like Michael Thomas. Yep. The, the fact that he went in the second round and like no one that year was just like maybe we should take Michael Thomas. It just can still completely blows my mind. Uh, Matt Miller tells a story about him texting scouts on draft day like, hey, why isn't Michael Thomas going? And people sending back he's bad at football and it's just like how whoa people are bad at their jobs in every profession man like it is not yeah. unique to it Anything. whatever we do or whatever our listeners are doing man like it, right. it's, it, it's just that's and here's where it gets what here's where it gets wild number nine is justin jefferson wow the, the, wow yeah so let's think about that for a second. So number nine mm. is Justin Jefferson. So that means they have him over guys like Mike Evans, Kenny Galladay, um, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley, that's nuts. Um, uh-huh. Uh, Alan Robinson. Uh, Alan Robinson. That's crazy. That put that's on disrespectful. Yeah. And yeah. I, uh, we, we both love Justin Jefferson, but I think they're disrespecting <laughs> a few receivers here. That's kind of wild. Well, the next guy is Terry McLaren, which wow, I think he needs to be a little bit lower. I, I think those guys are very, those guys are neighbors. I, I like them being together, but I'm not sure I like them at nine and ten. No, because like no, Alan, no. yeah, yeah. So yeah, they had, then that's the end. Of, it's, it's the top ten, but yeah, Alan Robinson should have definitely been on there. There's no question. Um, He's having a great year too. Yeah. Well, the, the dude is just the most. It's like, oh, people overlook him because he's in Jacksonville. Well, he's a free agent now. He'll go someplace that matters. Goes to Chicago. I think it's overlooked again. Yep. <laughs> like it's a, he's buried. He reburied himself. Yeah, it's like, bullshit. Because he's so good. Yeah, man. Well, like, I I guess it, how do you shuffle that? I guess if you're talking more abstractly and just talking about what you would consider like the best in the league. Oh, you you mean to re- restructure this list not just for this year, yeah. but overall, but just for like, like an like an off season talk. Like if you're like off season ranking these guys, as I mean the the, the the first thing I use and like that's what makes it you know a subjective list is I just use the eye 100%. test. That's that's the first thing I use. So how does this receiver look? Unfortunately, that's not you know an all encompassing you know measurable diagram mm-hmm. to tell if a receiver's good. But that's the first thing I always use. I watch him play football. The second thing is the only production. tools we got. Yeah. Huh? It's the only tools we got. So fucking. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. So the second yeah, thing yeah. is production. And then, I mean, really that, that you add that together and you, you get where you think this guy ranks among the other guys. So mm-hmm. I, I would change. I think they were pretty good with like the top five or maybe even a little more. I would just reorder it a little bit. Um, I, I still think DeAndre Hopkins is the best all-around receiver in the league. I would I would um, agree with that. Um, Devontae Adams is is starting to man he, he he's starting to climb up my board too. The more I watch of him, I think I've been I, I kinda, your refusal to acknowledge him as as a great player is interesting to me because you don't usually do that. You don't usually like refuse to let a dude into the club like that. No, and, and I don't think I ever have. I just think I'm I'm just not as as ready to just crown him like you or anybody else's. It, 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 it's just I also have to look at Green Bay's history too. It's like you made Jordy Nelson a white guy that ran fast into an elite receiver. You made Greg Jennings who 
come on, man. Like Greg James was good, but like, mm-hmm. did he really? He, he have... was like a. It, if Stefan Diggs is Coke, then uh, Greg Jennings is like Mr. Pibb. Mr. Pibb, like, yeah, he's it, like a yeah, he's right. below a diet version of that. Right. Yeah, but he's the same sort of sort of player. And, yeah, yeah, and it's same type of thing for like Donald Driver, like mm-hmm. where oh, he's kind of a possession receiver like Michael Thomas, but again, he's Mountain Thunder or whatever the fuck does Mountain do, you know? So those yeah, guys were. We're good. With, I think it's Doctor Thunder for the record. Yeah, well, yeah, Doctor Thunder. Yeah, whatever. Doctor Thunder. <laughs> so yeah, so like I mentioned, I'm not ready to just say how great he is. I mean, he he's got it all. I don't know if he's the best at any one category, but he has everything. So that's why he's definitely in consideration for top four to five. I, I think he's definitely the best player of those guys that have played. In I think the Rodgers era and probably the yeah he's the best receiver out of all those yeah, out, of, out of both of those like, eras he's the best receiver. I I think I think the only Packers receiver in the past thirty years that you have a conversation about with him is Sterling Sharp way the fuck back in mm-hmm. early yeah. mid nineties. But like other than that, like he's 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 better than Jordy and that hurts me. That hurts me but deeply because Jordy but he is, is. My, yeah he's better he's better. No shade on Jordy. Jordy no. was great at what he did, but like yep. I think he, I think Jordy's the second, maybe third best boundary receiver of all time. Like Jordy was great, but I, I think Devonte Adams is is significantly better. Um, but yeah, so so we we both would probably agree Hop and then Adams. And I, would you put Tyreek there, or Michael Thomas? Because that's the conversation. I got, that I got I Michael. Have now. Yeah, I got Michael Thomas and Tyreek. So. We could go. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll jump with you. We can put two Devonte Adams, three if you can agree with me. Let's go Michael Thomas, and then four. Okay, let's, go, I, let's go Hill. I would. I'd probably switch Hill and Thomas, but I'm not super passionate about it. Sure. Um, I think five is probably where it gets super interesting for the as far as the conversation you so and I are it's, having. So it sounds like we both don't have DK here, right? I I I am not ready to put him there. Me yet. me no. neither. Um. So who's in the conversation here at five? Julio, um, uh, Julio Diggs, uh, Allen, um, Julio Diggs, Allen, and then I think those are the consensus next three. And if you have yeah. someone else to toss in there, if if you, if you want to toss Allen Robinson in there, um, that's the guy I kind of have hanging on the coat coattails of that group. I'm fine with that. Um, I'm fine yeah. with going like Julio. Uh, Di- I, man, Rob, Robinson and Diggs are close. God, mm-hmm. they're really. I close. would probably go Julio next for sure. I think I, think I got Julio again. five, yeah, and then mm-hmm. Diggs and Robinson are almost interchangeable. I'd probably go Robinson, but I'm a Diggs hater. I, I, for for what you've done to Adams, I've done for to yeah, Diggs for years. Very true. Um, very true. But I, 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 you again. This is the year for both of us. Like you can't deny how great the you guy can't. is now. So you like, can't. yeah. Um, so I'd probably go Robinson Diggs, and then I think I personally am introducing guys like Mike Evans and Kenny Galladay at that point. Same here. That's what we um, talked about. Keenan Allen. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would probably go Keenan over those two guys. I yeah, say. you probably I, have I to. I will do that. Probably have to. Yeah, but, that, but that's it for me. No disrespect to Terry McLaren and Justin Jefferson, who really no, hasn't no. done spins list. But yeah, I, I I don't think they're ready to to hang on that club yet of people. No, is there is there um, anybody we we've left off of like a potential top ten guy? Is there anybody we haven't mentioned yet? I'm trying to think. I, I mean, I think Dragon Evans and Galladay back into that conversation. Yeah, I mean, those, Godwin, those if you want to talk Godwin, I I, 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 I he, think 
He crossed my mind, but I'm not ready to. I don't think he's top ten material. Um, Ridley. I don't I think, either. I, I think Ridley's close. I think Calvin Ridley's yes, close. Yes, I think he's better than Chris Godwin. I think Chris Godwin had a really big fantasy year, and I think that sort of changed how people thought and talked about him. Mm-hmm. And again, not to disrespect him or anything, he's, he's a great player, but I just don't think he's that great. I've, I've never thought he was better no. than Mike Evans, even on that team. So No, I, no. I, I no, think no, it's hard to put either. him in that conversation. For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I know one of our conversations, one of our favorite conversations, is talking rookie wideouts. Um, let's let's go sort of kick Justin Jefferson out of this conversation because he's was already brought up here. Yeah. Of the guys that were drafted this year, which do you think has the best chance to end up in this group in the, let's say the next three years? From from this rookie class. Hmm. God, you're asking the you're asking the guy who's in the finals of his dynasty league that he's gonna start one of these guys, and you expect me not to say him. I mean, I have to say well, Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> I I don't disagree with that. I mean that that that, that offense has to learn how to be, I think, more productive through the air to make that happen. But yeah, I I agree with him as a talent. I think he's another one of those guys that is just like kind of like Stefan Diggs, where he's kind of boring. Like where he's just kind of mm-hmm. just being productive and catching everything yep. he throws and and catching balls in space and making plays happen, but like, yep, he's big, he's strong, he's fast, he runs good routes. But I, I mean, what else do you want, buddy? So yeah, exactly. So now that I got the bias out of the way, I think I'll say the one that we were both going to say is probably T. Higgins. I mean, he's got he's I got the so. he's got the build, the profile, the the situation too. I think the situation is good there. Yes, I think being the the safety blanket for what could is a very good up and coming quarterback, assuming that his leg is still attached to his body this time <laughs> next year. Um, it, it is, I think the best situation to be productive in um, for sure. Um, Do you have anyone else in mind? I mean, again, t- to speak of bias, a guy I own, I'm just super high on Denzel Mims. Like I just, okay. I, I just, okay. I, 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 I think I hate using comparisons to talk about young players because it's a flawed process and you're talking about veterans and guys that are just coming into the league and finding their own and in entirely different offenses and different guys throwing the ball. His yeah. game and his frame reminded me a lot of Mike Evans just because he does the same thing that Mike Evans does. I'm big and tall and long and I know how to get the big and tall and long parts of my body between <laughs> you and the ball. Right. And right. yeah, so like he he knows what he is and he knows how to use it to beat people. And uh, the dude is, again, a great boundary receiver, great high point receiver. He li- It's literally just dependent on how shitty is this Jets situation going to be going that, forward. And we don't know. It could be bad, man. It could be really bad and never showcases what he is or can do. Or Trevor Lawrence should come in next year and be that great and elevate it. Like, like th- that's he really could. the unanswered question. Yep. Is he, is he that great to elevate literally at the worst p- spot in professional sports to be relevant right so and do you bring in a coach that can do something other than just mean mug from the side i think yeah that's more of the question or like are they gonna finally just bail on this fucker man here's something i was thinking about and it got brought up on another podcast listening to have you ever seen adam Gase talk to someone wearing a football helmet because I don't think I've ever seen him talk to a player on the sidelines that's super interesting wow wow that kind of blew my I, fucking I, brain, man. Yeah, because like, 
It's the same with Matt Patricia. Did you ever see Matt Patricia talk to someone that was wearing a football helmet? That's interesting stuff, man. Interesting stuff. Because on the side, like, that kind of shows you, like, what kind of coach that is. Like, this yeah. no one even wants to fucking talk to him. He's just out there going, like, go for it on fourth down. And everyone's like, all right. And just go. They're like they're not planning or coming together and doing things as a group. They're just like waiting for just, him to say something, and then they walk out there like on a chain is game. To tell them yeah. what to do. No explanation. Just yep. Do it. And every and it's not like yes, sir. And they're around. They're like, oh fuck. Let's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reluctantly doing what he says. Yeah. It it's like when my boss tells me to do something. It's like I'm. Let me finish reading this thing and then I'll, I'll get to it in a second. I, yeah, I definitely dread that email. It's fine. Like, it's like, it, it's kind of crazy that like you pe- people sometimes like forget the NFL is like a job and that some yes. people treat it like a job mm-hmm. and like you have bad shitty bosses that you m- maneuver around or you just have bosses that irritate the fuck out of you. Yep. And so you just kind of like, that's what, how bad teams get so bad so fast because it's management. just like the management. NFL is so much more work than what we do. Yeah. And I still just like do enough to get by like most people do. So imagine if you had all that work to do and you're just like, oh, this fucking bearded <laughs> pencil weird motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally read the whole playbook and I, I lifted the weight and it was heavy. And yeah, <laughs> I can football. Is that That's... what's that on your collar? Is that beard hair? Were you out with James Harden last night? <laughs> You were supposed to be studying. You're supposed to be studying. Yeah, you're Jeez. right. I was out with James Harden, and then we met up with Jamarcus Russell, and we all took some lean and got our haircuts. <laughs> got, yep, got some fresh new haircuts. <laughs> got, got fucking lined up. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a great point that like never gets talked about is the fact that it's just like a regular job. It's managers and, and employees, man. And when they're bad, you'll you, the thing is, is when they're bad, the world sees the product. And it looks exactly like no one bad. no one watches me work thank god thank god yeah. no one watches me work um no one watches you work because right. like it, it, it would be sad and upset and if i had to talk to like fucking colin cowherd and sage Steele or whoever about like hey uh why were you in the bathroom 20 minutes longer than you should have been during your shift i'd be like <laughs> I, I fell asleep sorry like you know it's like it's <laughs> Oh, if I had to, if, if I had to I- I explain to ESPN why I do the shit I do at work, man. Right, like, right. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, just, just like Lamar Jackson, I had to explain why he was taking a shit during yeah, the game. Yeah, he won the game. That's all he had to explain. I won. I just love how he managed to, to say that he won and managed to drag Paul Pierce back into that and take another quick shot at Paul Pierce. Wait, he, I missed he, that. He, what was that about? He's like, no, man, I wasn't Paul piercing this. I was actually having oh, right, cramps right. or whatever. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. I love how that's, that's, the, the, yeah, that's the descriptive word for that shit is Paul piercing. That's hilarious. That did won a championship, was uh, one of the great players of a generation, is in the Hall of Fame, and he's remembered for the time he shit his pants and had to go off on a, <laughs> on a wheelchair. And then came back in after being crippled and dead. Yep. It's like, hmm, that doesn't add up. I changed my diaper, everyone. I'm ready to play now. Yeah, I'm ready to get back out of there. <laughs> ready to get back in there. Paul Pierce has some uh, of the like greatest Paul Piercerisms. He, you remember the one where I, I think he played for God? Who did he play for? It's a 
Clippers? Might have been the Clippers. I don't even remember who he played for. But it was Twilight Paul Pierce, you know, when he went west after his East stint with... Yeah, like with, with, with the Wizards and, yeah, and all that. he played for a couple people, didn't he? It could have been the Wizards was, he did it on, but I yeah, thought it was when he went. Yeah. It might have been Wizards. It was either the Wizards or the Clippers. Yeah. But he hit okay. that game that he hit that game winner that he banked in, and there and then the reporter asked him, "Did you call glass?" And he goes, "No, I called game." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that is." A... I was like, "That's raw." I was like, "I love you it." Know how we t- you, you know how we talk about how like Frank Gore came into the league at twenty eight and was twenty eight this entire time. Yes, yes. I feel like Paul Pierce came into the NBA as an uncle and was an uncle the entire time he was in the league. He has the body of an uncle, the haircut of an uncle, and just, like, the general demeanor of an uncle. If you were to, like, scout his game as he was at, like, 34 or whatever, you'd be like, why the fuck is this guy on a roster? But that dude was the epitome of just (laughs) getting to his spot slowly but surely and being efficient with mid-range jumpers and just, like, finesse moves. He was the slowest guy on the court. He had no Mm -hmm. athletic, like, uh, towards the end, he definitely had no athletic ability. But man, he would just kill you slowly. He was like cyanide. Well, it, it, it's it, it's the uncle thing. There's there's a certain brand of player is like the doughy shooter. That was him. Where yeah. it's like, yep, it's like him and Mello and Harden. They're the like all the shooter, same yeah. weird pear pear shaped dude that never looks like he's running. They're never running. <laughs> like they're, they're just always kind of trotting. And like their feet are big, so it looks weird when they're not running fast. And like they always just kind of trot from three point line to three point line, but they're so they can score so efficiently. Don't play any defense, none of them. None of them play defense. But the funniest part is the same body and the same shot. Yeah, the the body part is what is so because it's like if they weren't world class athletes, I don't know what they would look like. Yeah, they would probably look really rough. Like man. They would be behind a grill someplace. Is what it would be. But just like they are the epitome of the guy standing behind the grill. Like 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 that is that is the grill grill master body right there. All right, thank you for joining us for this midweek show. Uh, thanks thanks for joining me, Clark. Taking some time. We're way past our bedtimes here for uh, Wednesday night, but uh, we missed the show on Sunday, so we want to do something this week just to get something out because uh, we know you guys are hanging on our every word, but. Um, join us again. We'll, we'll be back uh, Monday night to release a new show talking about this week in football and among other things. Uh, in the meantime, go ahead and follow me on Twitter at Wisco Coonsie and follow Clark at TC131 Hot Boys. And follow the show at HB underscore Hot Boys. And make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you are currently listening to this podcast. And thank you so much and stay hot out there, boys. All right, peace.